Welcome to the Unmasked Life Podcast, a podcast to help you leverage your past, fulfill your purpose, and unmask your potential. And now your host, Matt Manning. Hey, thanks so much for joining me for the podcast today. I hope you have enjoyed our different sessions together so far, the different episodes. And so hopefully it's been interesting and intriguing, but then also helpful in applying it to your life. We've got another great devotional for you today, a great story and great principle from the scripture to really kind of unpack what we're learning about finding free. As we mentioned in the past, you can go to Manny Resources to check out great uh, books, journals, and Bible studies to help you grow your faith to change your life. And that's what we believe really about uh, how God's Word can impact our lives. The more you get into God's Word and get God's Word into you, it can grow your faith and ultimately change your life. God has given you a purpose, and we're really unpacking that in these uh, several devotional episodes for this part of the series. And so we'd love to be able to have you get some different resources into your hands to help you grow your faith. One of the resources we have for you that's for free, you can go ahead and check out at manningresources.com is a morning routine guide. We'll talk more about that at the end of the podcast. Right now, day nine, in the hands of the potter. Pottery making has always intrigued me. To take a piece of clay, throw it on a wheel, and shape it into a bowl or jar is truly mesmerizing. The only downside is the mess from the water, not to mention what happens when the piece of clay doesn't turn out how you hoped it would. I have a friend, Angie, who took pottery classes. She created some of the most simple and beautiful pieces for us. For Mother's Day one year at church, she donated about a dozen small pots she created over the years from her pottery classes. I'm not talking about the simple brown pots. Angie created something incredibly beautiful, glazed pots that were the size of small drinking glasses. There were some brown, some were green, others were dark shades of blue. The way she painted the pots created a gradient look from gray to blue or brown and green. When our youngest was born, Angie brought us a meal. and One of the dishes that she gave to us, prepared for us, was a seven-layer salad. She brought the salad in a beautiful clay bowl she made. The best part was that she told us we could keep the bowl because she had several others already. We still use that bowl to this day. Clay in the making. Working with clay is no easy task. It's messy, and your first try at creating something won't be anything worth selling. Your mother might appreciate it, though. The master potter makers say that once you start, you'll be hooked. But there are three keys to working with clay. The first key is this to understand. It's messy. Throwing clay on a potter's wheel and molding it as a child would with a clump of Play-Doh won't cut it. You have to add water. You have to wear clothes that you don't mind getting dirty. While we're talking about clothes, you won't want to wear your Sunday best, that's for sure. Comfortable and casual are key. The second key is this. It takes time and patience. If you rush the process, you'll get exactly what you might expect, a lopsided piece. Keep in mind, slow is smooth, smooth is fast in the long run. Becoming a master potter takes a touch that feels the steady movement of the clay in your hand. Watch the speed of the wheel. Apply pressure where needed. You will see a form take shape right before your eyes. The third key is this. It won't be perfect. The more closely you look and work with something, the more clearly you'll see the errors of the thing. 
A painter knows the brush strokes that are too heavy. The baker knows the dish is too salty. The potter knows where there are slight imperfections. And no piece of art is ever perfect in the eye of its creator. The purpose of pottery. Think of your purpose as a piece of pottery. Discovering your purpose is a process of trial and error. No one wakes up at the age of 27 with brilliant clarity, goes out and accomplishes all their lifelong dreams in just one day by knowing exactly what they're called to do. Life doesn't work that way, and neither does your purpose. As much as you'd like to look like a pro at discovering your purpose, you look more like a baby trying to take their first steps, and so do I. The truth is, we all do. We get to our feet, standing and wobbling, trying to find our balance. We pull our hand away from whatever's keeping us steady. We watch for obstacles and attempt our first step. Somewhere between lifting our foot and finding a place for it to land, a thing called gravity kicks in and takes out all the effort we expend in getting to where we were in the first place. It's discouraging. It's humbling. It's even disappointing at times. What do we do with a toddler, though? We encourage them to get up and do what? Well, to try it again. Your purpose is like pottery. It takes time and patience to figure it out. You pray, you dream, you try something as God lays it on your heart. You talk to friends and share your passion for whatever it is that's on your heart. You lie awake at night thinking about it. That's the process of discovering your purpose. Most of all, you must know that your purpose won't be like the feeling you got when you came down the stairs on Christmas morning when you were seven. Have you noticed that the anticipation of things in life dissipates with age? You've probably never felt the urge to squeal with excitement because you turned 34 or much less 93. You'll be doing pretty good just to smile and nod at 93. What if your purpose has passed? What if clay doesn't work out? What if you waited too long, left the clay out, and couldn't think of where to begin with your creation? What if the shape of the clay isn't looking like what you had in mind? Instead of a beautiful vase from the Ming Dynasty, your creation resembles that of a hubcap or an ashtray from a third grade art class. The way to fix your problem is to wad, knead, and rework. If the clay gets hardened, there are three ways to fix it. Kneading and moistening. Soaking in water and adding clay softener. The best is that you the best news is that you don't have to be the one solely responsible for your masterpiece of purpose. God promises even obligates himself to work in your life with you. You're not alone in your endeavor. You might not see your purpose as perfect, but God's timing is perfect. You might see the lack of progress as a setback, but God sees it as a process. Starting over from scratch can be discouraging at times, but God's not discouraged. You might be in denial because of a sunk cost bias. You refuse to give up the direction you're heading because of time, effort, and money you've invested in your third grade ashtray. It's okay because God is patient with us even when we aren't willing to be patient with ourselves. God will take you through seasons of kneading and moistening to change you. He'll take you through a season of soaking to give you time to rest. God will even allow circumstances to come into your life to soften your heart with humility and tenderness to Him and the people around you. God has not given up on you, so don't give up on pursuing your purpose. In time, you'll find your rhythm. You'll find what works and what doesn't. You'll discover you have a whole lot of beautiful pieces of pottery of all shapes, sizes, colors, and kinds. Just remember, if you're not dead, God's not done with you. For more instruction and encouragement, check out Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 through 6 for today's devotional study. Thanks so much for joining me today. 
As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we have a great resource for you to help you jumpstart, kickstart, to shoot into your day. For many of us, we hit our, our feet hit the floor and we hit the day and hit the ground running and it's just off to the races. And by the time we pillow our head that night, we find what exactly meaningful did we get accomplished today? So we've got a great morning time routine guide to help you get started in your day. We unpack a concept we call 30 to Thrive. It's 10 minutes of reading the Bible, 10 minutes of journaling, and 10 minutes of reading a book or some kind of resource that can really encourage you in growing your faith. And so you might ask, well, what do I read from my Bible? What do I write in a journal? And what kind of books would I read to kind of grow and help me uh, in my faith? Well, we have all those answers and more. You can go to mannyresources.com. You can look for our morning time routine guide. You can go ahead and give us your email address and we'll send you a free PDF, a free ebook in to your inbox that you can go ahead and uh, get that morning time routine guide down. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to the Unmasked Life Podcast. Join us next time for more great content that will help you leverage your past, fulfill your purpose, and unmask your potential.